Welcome back to the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. Today is a great day. It is Thursday, September 9th. This is episode 116 of the Pineapple Couch. And football is back. The words you have all been waiting for. The NFL is back. The first Thursday night game of the year is upon us. So it will be the Bucks versus the Cowboys tonight. And we'll have all of week one this Sunday. And as well as a Monday night football game to look forward to. We're going to go through some futures for both conferences as well as some player props and then we'll get right into our week one picks and best bets to do all of this i will be joined as i am every football season by big dog andrew ratcliffe andrew how you doing b rob i'm very excited to be back i am not even cautiously cautiously optimistic about the chargers it's that point of the season where i convinced Here we myself go. they're going back to the afc championship yeah let, why not why stop there let's go to the super bowl and then we also have as who will be a reoccurring guest this football season, he's been a guest quite a few times in the past, but making his mark in the NFL this year, Jeff Robbins, my father. How you doing? I'm good. I made my mark in the NFL before you were born. Okay, settle down, settle down. Um, so, gentlemen, let's start uh, looking at this NFL season with some uh, over-unders, but a little homework, I guess, to start. Gus Edwards just tore his ACL. How do you so feel as a... I, I, I drafted him. That fucking sucks. But I can't even. Bl- it's like we drafted 24 hours ago. ago 24 so I can't really ago. complain. Um, the Ravens, though, a team that relies so heavily on their run game. I know it's easier to run there because Lamar kind of throws linebackers off. But uh, Big Dog, we'll start with you and we'll go dead. Are you worried about this Ravens team? I mean, I mean, it they have lost hurts. quite a bit. Losing your top two running backs isn't ideal, but I feel like the NFL, everyone has four running backs that can be pretty good. And the Ravens mm-hmm. are one of those teams that are one of the top tier running teams. So I think they'll be okay and figure it out a way. I don't think Le'Veon Bell will be that great, honestly, because we saw him last year and he's kind of mm-hmm. slow and he seems like whatever, Got paid. but the Ravens will be okay. Dad? I agree with that. I think the Ravens will find someone to carry probably a couple of guys to carry the load in Baltimore. I don't think it will be Le'Veon Bell. I think he's probably done or he'll play a limited role. Um, But I think Baltimore will survive this. They they just have such a strong organization that Mm -hmm. if this was, you know, some other team that wasn't as strong organizationally as Baltimore, it might hurt them, but I don't think Baltimore will get past it. Like if Cleveland lost Chubb and Hunt, they're top two. Yeah. They'd be screwed. Mm-hmm. And I guess we'll get more right. into how the Ravens will do this year when we get to over-unders. Let's start in the NFC West, guys. Uh, we'll take a first. We're going to start with the NFC West in the NFC. Excuse me. We're going to have uh, 49ers and Rams. Their over-unders are both at 10 and a half. The 49ers, an injury-filled season last year after the Super Bowl appearance. They got Jimmy G, who looks to be the starter this year. Hopes are high in the Bay Area, and same thing in Los Angeles with the addition of Matt Stafford to this Rams team. Um, Dad, we'll start with you on this. You are a Niners fan. Would you rank the Niners? How would you rank Niners, Rams, Seahawks going into this year? Power rank them. Niners, Seahawks, Rams. Okay, specifically with that, why? What is it with the Rams? You're not. You're going under ten and a half then. It's weird. 17-game season. Mm-hmm. If it was a 16-game season, for sure, I'm taking the, uh, the under. So it's a little closer. And mm-hmm. The NFC West, is those teams are going to beat each other up a little bit. Probably no one's coming out undefeated in that division. Those are those are tough lines. I would say I'd take the 40. The Rams will play a first place. Who won the division last year, the Rams? Or the I think the Rams Bucks? did. The Rams did. So they'll have the first place schedule. I think they got it last minute, Andrew. So the Niners should be playing when they play out of conference. They should be playing teams. Eh, they balance that out. So it's not even really true anymore. Yeah. Andrew, when you're looking at the, the Rams at 10 and a half and the Niners at 10 and a half, what speaks to you? Like what value do you see? Where where do you lean right now? The Rams are 
one of the best football teams, but if they have one injury, I feel like they have zero depth. I mean, if one person, important person goes down, you can say that about a lot of teams, but particularly the Rams because they haven't had a first-round pick in like four years. Yeah, they've traded it all away. Um, I think they're in big trouble. And I mean, Stafford, if anyone's, yes, he's very good and all this, but if anyone's injury prone, it takes one big hit in week one, it's going to be Matt Stafford. And what if the, what if Matt Stafford and the Rams go eight and eight and don't make the playoffs just like he used to do in Detroit? <laughs> but he's the I mean, best second half quarterback. Just to show up because he's getting a lot of hype. I'm I'm a little worried about the red. Like, okay, right, let me let prove. me ease your guys' concerns. Here's here's how I'm thinking about the NFC West, and maybe I'm stupid. You guys can tell me that. I like the over 10.5 for both the Rams and the 49ers. Let me tell you why. Because I love the under for the Cardinals more. I think the Cardinals are, yes, a good team. They're, I think people think they're better than they are because Kyler Murray is really flashy for fantasy and DeAndre Hopkins that addition. And I think people are way overvaluing the addition of J.J. Watt, who has not been J.J. Watt in at least like two to three years. He's always hurt. I don't think this team is ready to compete in the conference in a division like this, I think it showed a little last year, and I think this division is better than it was last year. I like the Niners to win 12 games. I think their defense is that good if Nick Bosa is there. I think Jimmy G is going to be able to man the ship for this season. They can stay healthy. And the Rams have a formidable defense. They have the best defensive player probably of the last 20 years in Aaron Donald, who's still kicking ass. They have Jalen Ramsey. And, yes, it's all on Stafford, I guess. we're make, I'm making that assumption that in a better environment, he can be a winning quarterback. So I like the over for both of them, and I kind of lean the under for Seahawks and Cardinals because the Seahawks, I just, I have kind of just seen the same old song and dance for like seven years now, and I know how this story goes, and I'm not convinced a simple change of offensive coordinators is really going to do much up in Seattle. Yeah, you're totally wrong. I think that that division will beat each other up. Arizona's better than you think. The Seahawks are better than the division think. can beat each other up. I'm taking two. They're unders. not going to. Yeah, I don't think they're going to hit a lot of overs because I think they're going to beat each other up. And I think that uh, the Rams, you know. So you don't think better... the winner of this division, you don't think there's a team in at least a team in this division that's going to get 11 or 12 wins? No, I think that's one. possible. And I think that one the other team. one will be right at 10 11. I think could, that, that I don't know. You're, you seem, you're you're buying into the Rams a lot. I'm not. I, I like a good coach. Well, and I think they have a good defense. A great coach. Besides remembering plays from ten years ago. What makes Sean McVay a great coach? Have you watched yeah. the Rams play? Have you watched what he turned Jared Goff into? They, Jared um, Goff is shit. Jared Goff the Rams have been like the best team against the spread the last two. Oh, okay, we're we gonna act like Jared Goff is good. The Rams have been the best team against the spread the last two years in the NFL. Sean McVay won them the NFC West last year when they were not the most talented team. You bring in Matt Stafford, who yes, that the it's all up to that if he can be healthy and good. But I will not same accept Sean McVay slander. No, that, same that's old just, butt Rams. They will screw up that division somehow. Matt Stafford is Jared Goff. They're the same guy. <laughs> oh, my God. And nothing Andrew, is gonna... do we all have the Niners winning this division, though? I have the Niners winning this I division. I have the Niners winning this. I have the Seahawks winning this division. Really? Wow. I don't think Jimmy G is that good, and I'm not, I don't think Trey Lance is ready. I don't think Jimmy G has to be good, though, because yeah, they went to the Super Bowl, too, <laughs> and if they have all their defense back, it's like, I think they... The Niners are good. This, this happens Niners, every Seahawks, year with the Seahawks. So so just everyone thinks Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson. How hasn't he won an MVP yet? The Seahawks the do see, stupid Politi- Seahawk things. The MVP political award. Who cares? Okay, well, I mean. That's like, I mean, a bunch of people won the MVP while Jordan was in the league. Jordan never should have lost the MVP. It's a political award. That's that's just such a like a out of left field 
a different planet bringing up Michael Jordan when we're talking about no, how the high expectations for Russell Wilson going into a season. No, the thing, the difference between Russell Wilson and Michael Jordan is Russell Wilson's never been the best player in the league these past 10 years. So that was a terrible comparison. Russell we're moving Wilson on to the NFC North the now. We're going to go to the mother hater. We are going to go to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Their over under is at 10, no, 10 and a half. Because you just made a statement that Russell Wilson arguably is the best quarterback in the NFL for the last 10 years. No. Yeah. Who? Who is? Tom fucking Brady, you idiot. Aaron Rodgers. in that discussion? So, the, Russell R- Rodgers. How many? Brady how many is so you, you, oh Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Same Rogers amount as Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson should have too, but his coach is retarded. And no, he threw a stupid. He threw the, the fucking yard. pick. Have a brain and call the audible. You're just trying to. You forgot about Tom Brady. Dude, I, no, is no. Russell Wilson better than Tom Brady, Dad? Over the, the last, last 10, years? ten years. Over the last ten years. Yeah. I'd like to see their numbers before I answer that. You guys are just talking out of your ass. Uh, Tom Brady you, has like four Rams? Super Bowls in the last ten years. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's pretty tough one. <laughs> like, what are you doing? This is like the You're a Rams okay. fan. Just come out. That again, no correlation to the Russell Just Wilson. Come out but and say, I like the Rams. The Chargers. I don't. I like. I enjoy betting I on the Rams because they are the best team in the NFL against the spread the last two years. Oh, NFC North. We, NFC North. I'm going to mute you. Out. I can just kick you out of this damn Skype call. Dude, NFC so hard, you know, we get points and start my muting us. Fucking Rams fan. <laughs> I'm, oh my God. Okay. NFC North. Um, the Packers sitting there with over under 10 and a half wins. Vikings, eight and a half. Bears, seven and a half. Lions, five. Big Dog. I, I mean, with an extra game in this season and how much I don't believe in the Bears, Lions. Are we thinking this isn't over for the Packers here? I, yeah. The Packers are, they've won 13 games, but they were 13 and three the past two years, roughly. Mm hmm. You could say all this Aaron Rodgers drama. This is he's been drama every single year. So the Packers yeah. are used to this. Um, the division isn't very good. How I mean, an extra game, Packers are winning twelve games in that division. Yeah, I'm with you on the Packers. Dad, do you see any value in this division outside of betting the Packers over, or do you? What do you think? Under. <laughs> I think you like the Packers under. No, I like the Packers over and everyone else in that division. The under. Mm-hmm. They all suck. But Minnesota, they could pull that out and go nine and eight. I mean, it's possible. Just they're the matter. they're the team that it won't matter. Could. It won't yeah, matter, but they might yeah. get it. And I think that um, well, I the, think what were the Matt Nagy's going to be the the Matt Nagy's going to be the first coach fired. I think maybe this year, unless Urban Meyer like leaves after week one because it's too much for him. Um, green, I think the Bears are going to be a train wreck this year. Bears guy, yeah. Because I thought they well, were a train fall. wreck last year. They were kind of like, they hovered around they 500 were. somehow. Like, when weren't were they, they like 500? When were they last not a train wreck? It was like two, two Yeah, they were 500 years. last year. The double doing field ago. goal, like three years ago against the Eagles. They were like 13 and three because of their defense. And it was like Trubisky's first or second yeah. year. Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. That's ass. It's terrible. He's terrible. I mean, That's they're starting Andy Dalton. Anybody. They're starting Andy Dalton, guys. So, I mean, yeah. when do we see Justin Fields? It's Justin Fields. I think week three. I think they're doing a favor not putting three. up against Aaron Donald. As soon as <laughs> they go 0 and 2. As soon as they go 0 and 2, you'll see. I think it's very players. soon. Very soon. Um, yeah, Where that's is on Mitch the. Trubisky? Is he still there? Buffalo backup. Buffalo backup. Talking to the Stallion. Better not get hurt. It'll be so um, bitter. Watch Mitch Trubisky roll out. Oh, God. That would be tough. Let's uh, go to the NFC South here. The defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, have over under 11 and a half wins. The Drew Breesless Saints sit there at nine. Falcons and Panthers both at seven and a half. Um, the first question, I guess I'll go to you, Dad, to start with this is it's not about the favorite, the Bucks. How do you evaluate the Saints in a post-Drew Brees era with this Jameis Winston starting in Taysom Hill? Do do you like their chances going into this? I'll believe it when I see it. I don't believe it right now. I think they're going to have a significant drop-off. I don't think – I don't know if 
Jameis Winston is going to beat out Taysom Hill. He he is starting. He's he is the QB one going in. They're going to run a lot of sets with Taysom Hill. They're not going to just get rid of that guy. They were running lots of sets with him with Drew Brees. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Andrew- I, I don't know. I love Jameis Winston. Don't get me wrong, because he's keep he just puts up monster numbers, good and bad. So he'll throw a ton of touchdowns and then throw an equal number of picks and get 400 yards and lose, and it's just a train wreck. He's, he's a train wreck. Andrew, do you think that there's any validity to the argument that some people have made online saying that Drew Brees was, was done last year? He's he's kind of, the whole he, year. He so was, could these fresh arms, even like Jameis in a limited role, try to limit his turnovers? I mean, I guess that might be impossible. But with Sean Payton, do you see them potentially being better than nine? The reason they could be better is because they wouldn't have to run like three-yard slants every single time, so they might be able to actually throw the ball down the field. But then it's Jameis Winston, so it's fifty percent. You're taking of the that time. risk. It's going to be. It's a- not really. It's not really Drew Brees's drop off physically, but that's. I mean, he's so good at knowing where to put it. It's it's his decision making. That's right. what Jameis's flaw has been. Has just been. Do you think sitting for a it, year? Under Brees. Maybe that helped him. Maybe listening to Sean Payton and but they can certainly had, stretch out their offense more with Winston, theoretically, but again, it's opening up. One pass really in the playoffs, get, six yard touchdown bomb. Did Winston ever really get better during the course of his time at Tampa, or wasn't he just kind of the same guy the whole time? He's kind of the same Tampa guy. Tampa I mean, Bay is just a tough a franchise to it, the thing well, with him is it's like it's his yeah. numbers are there. It's just, it's just then you look the at the decision. interceptions it's and stuff the and the decision making that and the you could, if yeah you could if you're at the right Jameis Winston game and you've never watched football before and somebody's like this is the best football player in the world there has been like dry I mean he might have to just watch a drive but he has moments where it's like holy shit he has the tools and so the, it's all the question of the nine wins with the Saints is do you believe that Sean Payton could somehow control him? And benefit the Saints, and I'm I'm skeptical. I'm going to say yes because they'll put if whatever he needs to do something, they'll put Taysom Hill in, so they can like kind of manipulate Winston's playing time a little bit. Not that Taysom Hills, he'll great. still screw it up at a big moment. But do the but, Falcon but or if if you gave Jameis Winston just turned over the starting job to him right now and said he's my franchise quarterback, and it he is. was the Saints quarterback for 15 years. He'd retire with every single passing record that ever existed, and I don't think he'd ever go 500. <laughs> I think Matt Stafford's on pace. For He's that. that guy. Matt Stafford right now is going to retire with every record, and I just hope he goes eight and eight or six and ten because I think yeah. it's going to be hilarious because everyone's be. going to finally run out of excuses for Matt Stafford being shitty, which is what he's day been. For Stephen Young, tough day yeah. for Steve. Um, before we get to the Bucks, any value in Falcons Panthers at seven and a half? Dad, the San Clemente native Sam Darnold going down to the Panthers, leaving the Jets, paired up with a healthy those, Christian McCaffrey. Any I, hope for the San Clemente boy? If I bet those, I'd bet the Carolina under and the Atlanta over. I kind of like the Atlanta over. I think they're going to win division games. Matt Ryan still is decent. They'll be in some games. They had a catastrophe last year. Remember mm-hmm. those games they blew? It was, wasn't it like two or three weeks in a row they just blew massive leads? They had like yeah. a 99% chance to win. Yeah. For the NFC Chargers. Yeah. I think the actually I, I like more than any other number in that whole division. I like the Atlanta over. Okay. I don't think they're 12 games, but I think they're going to win eight or nine. Yeah. Because I do think that the loss of Julio Jones is kind of being made up to be bigger than it is. Because, I I mean, Julio wasn't crazy effective last year. He was a little too. guy there. Whether they called him that or not, Calvin Ridley at the end of the year was the guy. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, you're just betting on if Pitts can be an impact player. Like you mentioned, Matt Ryan, solid quarterback. They could go over on that. So, Andrew, before we get to you in the Bucks, Dad, official statement, Sam Darnold, the San Clemente boy, any chance of success in the NFL? You don't like him in this new situation? What do you, What's your I final verdict? Here where he's got to show it, right? I mean, he's got to mm-hmm. 
show us something to believe in this year because he hasn't really done anything yet. But he's been in perhaps the one of the worst situations for a rookie quarterback going back to Alex Smith. I mean, where they just mm-hmm. literally threw the guy out to the Lions and yeah. let him and- eat him. Andrew, that's a great quarter. Yeah, Andrew bucks at eleven and a half. I like the over. Um, yeah, it's like the over because I'm. The, I think the they under. brought everyone back, and everything I'm hearing about the Bucks is they are a well-oiled machine this year. They are deep. They are a team that could withstand injury potentially. And um, I am I'm in on that Bucks over eleven and a half. And uh, what are you what are you thinking about that? The Bucks and the rest of this NFC South. The only concern for the Bucks is like, I mean, when I don't, I'm not going to say it's going to be this year, but when Tom Brady isn't Tom Brady anymore and he actually shows that he's a 44 year old man, that's the only thing because this roster is so deep and then him controlling the locker room and everything. The what happens Bucks, to if Tom Brady gets hurt for the year and then they're who's their backup? Well, back? I mean, it's a good team, it's just like you lose that, they could still. Because really that happened to the Patriots that year in Matt Castle, Kevin, yeah, and right. like eleven and five. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Who's I mean, this that? team is loaded. I, it was uh, the Rosen was there last year, but he's not there anymore. <laughs> um, I don't know. That that is a good question. Let me throw this. I mean, at you eventually, guys. like he has to like be bad. Eventually, Joe Montana was bad. Eventually, Brett, I mean, all these quarterbacks were bad. Eventually, it's I'm not saying this is the year. All those guys you just mentioned, the event, you know, they got hurt over the course of their career. Joe had back surgery. Favre was all banged up. It's if Tom Brady gets hurt again, I think he's going to have a very difficult time recovering the way that he has in the past because right. he's 44 years old or whatever. But Let until throw- then. Blaine Gabbert, by the way. Changing. Oh, shit. Blaine Gabbert. Oh, my Let God. me throw this at you guys. Rega- disregard a Tom Brady injury. Right now, if you want to do a parlay on the Bucks and Packers to win their division, it's plus 144. You parlay that together. Because there's not much. They're both favorites, but you put that together, and I think those are two relatively safe picks here in Absolutely. the NFC. I mean, you got um, Tom Brady against Jameis Winston, Matt Ryan, and Sam Donald, and Rodgers against Cousins. Whoever Dalton Fields. Dalton Field. Yeah. Um, let's go to the NFC East. Uh, Cowboys are the favorite to win the division at plus 150 with nine and a half over under. Football team at eight and a half. The Giants at seven and the Eagles at six and a half. Um I'm going to say something you're probably both going to roll your eyes at at me and say I'm a loser. I kind of like the Cowboys over, and I kind of like it a lot. You're just saying that because you drafted Dak Prescott on your fantasy team. No, I already put in the bets before. I refuse to have any opinions on NFC East because it's irrelevant and stupid. I hate all the teams. They're all boring. I refuse to have any opinions on the NFC East. I wish it would all just go away. I hate them. When is the last time the Cowboys were in favor for the NFC East? Uh, I, I mean, you'd have When's to maybe last time go they back to... Like I think Washington football teams. I, I think that's good. I I think you two, I think the Cowboys and football team could both go over. Because I think the Giants <laughs> and the Eagles are two of the, the worst teams. The football team teams. is eight and a half, so they'd have to be The Giants and the Eagles and could be the two worst teams in the league outside Detroit. Who cares? They're all irrelevant. Move on. I hate the NFC East. That's my contribution to the segment. It sucks. It shouldn't even be discussed. It's boring. The teams suck. Their games are horrible. Their stadiums are horrible. The areas they live are horrible. Fuck the NFC East. Fuck Dallas. Fuck New York. Fuck Philadelphia. Fuck the football team. Let's now go into the AFC here with the over-unders. Let's start, Big Dog, with our home AFC West. Ooh. We got the Chiefs as the uh, r- the highest win total in all football with 12 and a half. The Chargers sit there at nine and a half. Broncos, Donkeys at eight and a half. And the Raiders at seven. Um, I think the Chiefs number is just a little too high to fuck with. I love the Chargers over nine and a half. And I don't care if that's a homer pick. I, I love the new coach. 
I like that Derwin's healthy. I like second year of Justin Herbert. I know we're on the same page, Big Dog. It's just average play calling with Justin Herbert and Derwin James back. It's how many uh, games? We, you know? Lynn cost them five games last year. On just what was like, the record? I, I forgot because they ended up getting like the they, 12th pick or something. Yeah, they, they, they were, were in, like seven and nine, I believe, is how they finished or some shit like that, which was stupid because they won two. Um, in terms of, though, Herbert's progression this year, Dad, from what you saw in the first season, you take away Anthony Lynn. Where do you see Herbert? Do you see a sophomore slump? Defense is figuring him out. Or an ascension, maybe not to the level of Josh Allen last year, but something like that. He hasn't shown any signs of not being really good. So I expect him to make some progress. I expect there to be some ups and downs. He's going to, he's still only in his second year. Um, but I think he's going to be really good. He looks really good. Do you, what do you think of that Chargers win total, the nine and a half? They're going to be right around there, probably nine or 10. If you bet, on, no matter what, you bet on that, it'll come down to the last game of the season. They'll be a half game short of the over under. You will have bet the over and they will lose. Because they're the Chargers. Yes. Brandon Staley. It's going to change. What, let's look, though, because at the Broncos and Raiders specifically, which one of them do you guys think has the better opportunity to steal wins maybe away from the Chargers and get that second spot in the AFC West? Because the Broncos are favored over under eight and a half, Raiders at seven. Do you Raiders. think that's the correct ordering of those teams, or do you think the Raiders are better? Uh Dad, you said Raiders. Andrew, what'd you say? Yeah, you I think Broncos. I think Broncos. Like, I'm gonna go the Raiders. Would it shock you if Gruden was fired in Week Eight? He can't though, can't because doesn't he have six more years on his? Yeah, you can find. He's a ten-year guaranteed contract, right? As a coach, Gruden, he'll still get the money, but oh, he'll. Okay. I don't think Mark Davis will fire John Gruden anytime soon. I think he has like to, you have to wait till like year eight for that. What are you guys buying in the Raiders then this year? I mean, are you buying much at all? Dad, you think it's the Chargers the, are going to be at 9-10? Then that means you think the Raiders are going to be around 8-9? What who's do you how, quarterback Denver? Is it Drew Bridgewater. Locke? Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Yeah, that's why. That's why I like the Raiders more than Denver. I think Teddy Bridgewater is better than Derek Carr. I like Waller a lot. I like Henry Ruggs. Bridgewater's better than Drew Locke, too. The Raiders yeah. have some I, I would favor the Broncos because I think Teddy Bridgewater's better than Carr. I think um, they have a very, very, very good defense. That's like where I go. But I don't them. think either of the, I think either of those teams, I think I might go both under, though. Yeah, I mean, nobody I would shit. be surprised if those teams won five or six games. But I could see the Raiders winning nine. Yeah. I mean, the Raiders have done that thing the last couple, or they seem to do it every year with Carr, where they win a good amount out of the gate, and it's just a collapse, and there's no, like, second, like, gasp for hope. They just collapse straight the fuck down. Um, like so maybe we we'll see. I feel like they've had a couple of games over the last few years where they were on the cusp. Like, they had mm -hmm. a big game, and it was like, if they win this game, they're going to be in the driver's seat, whatever. And they always just completely blow those games. Yeah, but I kind of like... A lot of times, not even against good teams. I'd like to see Gruden do well. He's good for the league. It's funny. I like watching his face on the sideline because he gets so angry. Mm -hmm. um, Chucky. Know, the, that stadium is awesome. Yeah, we got to get out there. For the Raiders to be in Vegas. I want to go. Mm -hmm. Monday so, night. yeah, Monday night game. We'll get to that just shortly. Let's finish up going through the AFC East and then touch on a quick few player props, gentlemen. Um, AFC North, Ravens at 11, Browns 10.5, Steelers 8.5, Bengals at 6.5. This is a this is a dicey, uh, a dicey uh, division for me in times to in terms of picking who will go over, because I think that the 11 and 10 and a half and eight and a half are all pretty much right on. I, I could see the Browns going 10 and seven, or I could see them theoretically going 11 and six, because I actually like what the Browns have this year. Does anything jump out to you off the page, Andrew? And then we'll go to you, Dunn. 
My takeaway from the AFC North is I think the Browns are under ten and a half because I think I think they're a really good team and they had like the coach of the year last year. They had the mm-hmm. best running game. A lot of things went right. For the Not in the headlines this summer either. Not in the headlines, but a lot of things went right for Cleveland, and I think they were they were eleven and five, but they still had like games that they barely kind of pulled out. I don't fully trust them yet. I like Baker Mayfield, but I still think if there were 10 other, 12 other quarterbacks on that team, they'd be an easy Super Bowl contender. So you, uh, who do you like to win that division? Got the Ravens. Ravens. Taking the over. What do you, how do you feel about the Steelers? Eight and a half. Um, I think we'll know after the first two weeks whether that's, I think I would take, um, honestly. finished. That's so. They're. I don't see him going below five hundred. Mike Tomlin they haven't done it in our lifetime. Mike Tomlin, and it's like I'm not gonna. I'm gonna take the over eight, eight and nine with an extra. Eight and nine seems very possible for them. Eight and nine or nine or eight. That's what I say. I just. I don't know which dyslexic mm-hmm. way I'm going. So Jeff, offer us some guidance here. What do you see here in the AFC North? Um, I I think Cleveland is probably gonna go under that. I think they had some a lot of things go right for them last year. Baltimore, I could see it going under as well because of their running back issues, and I don't think Lamar Jackson can throw. So actually, the two things I like in that division are the overs for the Steelers and the Bengals. I don't expect the Bengals to be making the playoffs or anything, but I do expect them to make progress this year, and I could see them winning seven or eight games. Pretty, I expect that from them. So those are the two that I like. And I, yeah, I, I'm a, if I like ben the Bengals a lot. Healthy, if Big Ben stays healthy, which is a big if, they will hit that over every single time. He's yeah, not going to go too good on Steelers defense. I, I like the Ravens under. Wide receiver. I think the Ravens, the injuries they've been dealt with, and I think we're going to see Lamar Jackson continue not to develop as a passer, and the holes in his game will continue to grow. So I think the Ravens under is what I like. I like the Browns over. I agree with you guys in saying how they won in some weird ways last year. And you got to see it. I think we're going to see that this year from Baker Mayfield. And I think they have a great defense running game. I like them to win this division. But I also do like the Steelers at around nine wins. So the over there, I'd lean. And then the Bengals, I see them right at like seven wins. Which is still a big improvement from where they were at last year. Uh, AFC South. I mean, what the fuck's going on here? How are the Titans at nine wins? I don't know. I'm, I, the, it's Titans nine, Colts nine, Jaguars six and a half, Texans four. The worst division in terms of projected wins in the NFL. Dad, we'll start with you. Is this a no-brainer? Titans, this the best over-under we've seen all day? What, what are we missing here? Yeah, I don't know. I like that over for the Titans. Um, who was What was after Jacksonville? Dude, Texans, Texans are four. Four. I kind of like, who are Under. they going to play a quarterback? Tyrod. 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 I kind of like, I think they can win five games with that team there. Um, I like the under in Jacksonville. And I, I like the under in Jacksonville. I don't, and I like, I like the, the over with both. Tennessee. And I think the Colts line is probably right about on. Over under a year and a half, Urban Meyer coach as a Jacksonville Jaguar. Over. Over. Do you think it's like a but Nick Saban much. situation, two to three years, something like that? I don't know if Urban Meyer will ever go back to college. Like, I mean, he left really after screwing over Ohio State. I'm sure he could get a job. I just don't see him. He's older than Saban mm-hmm. was when Saban went back to Alabama. So I don't know if Urban Meyer really has that. This might be it for him. Um, So I think they'll give Urban Meyer a good run. He's going to have – he was like a tyrannical college coach. Those guys don't really translate to the NFL, those super controlling, Mm -hmm. disciplinary types. Because you can't. The pro players will tell you to fuck off. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are making more money than the coach. Yeah. So – the, that's the AFC South, pretty easy. Let's go to the AFC East here, guys. Uh, the Stallion and the Bills over under 11 wins. 
Patriots at nine and a half, Dolphins at nine and a half, and the Jets are at six. Um, I like the Bills over. I know it's 11 wins. I think the Bills are going to have probably the best regular season record in football this year. Can I get some support here from the guys, the Stallion crew, or are you guys going to zag while I'm zigging? They play in a terrible division, so I think the over is probably good. What I think would be interesting to know is if you took almost any other coach in the league and put him on the Patriots, made him the head coach, what does that make the over-under there? How many games are they given Belichick? Five and a half, six. Three. Three. Because they were not good this year and – there is a weird belief on that their defense is coming back because a lot of them didn't play last year due to COVID and they sat the year up. But Stephon Gilmore is not coming back to like week eight. And I don't know. I like, mean, yeah, what's they, Mac Jones? I expect them to have a good defense. But like, yeah, what is Look at their skill position player. Hunter Henry they sucks and is going to get hurt. He's already hurt. He's already hurt. Yeah. Also, like, I mean, Tua was an Alabama quarterback a year ago, and he's way more highly touted than Mac Jones was. And, and hey, how many I'm Alabama quarterbacks do you need to see? What was the who's a good pro Alabama quarterback? Joe Namath. None. Joe Namath. There Joe you go. Namath. But here's the thing: when you look <laughs> yeah. at this division, how I look at it, I like the Bills over. I like the Patriots and Dolphins under. I might feel stupid for going against Belichick, but I'm like going to do Jets it because I don't like yeah. the weapons. I like the Jets over. You like what's the Jets the, over? That's I like the six. six. I think they're. The, I could see a world where the Jets are seven wins. I think they're going to be better than one of the Patriots or Dolphins. I think Zach Wilson, rookie of the year. I love, I'm all in on Zach Wilson. So's the New York press. If you look at there's the a lot of hype coming out of that Jets. I like their day, new coach, Robert Sala. Do they do this with Sam Darnold? No, I don't know. I think though it's like you're it. I know you're a USC guy, big dog, but if you look at the college film of Sam Darnold versus Zach Wilson, I just I mean, not even how many close. games did the Zach Jets win last year? Two, weren't they like yeah, one in fifteen last year? They 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 won two two or three games. The Jags won just, one. They were terrible. Whatever it was. I mean, that's hard to like triple your win total from a year. That ago, is tough. A, I, yeah. But new coach, new quarterback. Some I'm taking the under and everything. Bills when you had two wins, though. If you had like yeah. five. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me throw this at you guys. Uh, parlay before we go to player props. Titans, Bills, both to win the division. You put that together, plus 198. Put it in the books. I like both of those. Um, all right. We'll go through some player props. Obviously, not going to go through them all. Just kind of want you guys to. If you have something that stands out to you, something you've been thinking about, throw it out when we get to that position. We'll start with quarterbacks here. We're talking about most passing touchdowns. Um, for me, if you're you're really looking for value in these types of ones, because it's really easy to convince yourself Mahomes or Allen, because like of course, so you're kind of looking like maybe at that second tier of in the from the plus eight hundred to plus two thousand range. I look at Rodgers at plus 800 for most passing touchdowns, and I like that. And you'll say this is because I drafted him in fantasy. Sure, whatever. Dak Prescott at plus 1,200. I don't hate value-wise for most touchdowns this year because the Cowboys have a shitty defense. They're going to have to throw the ball constantly. I actually like the Prescott plus for like value-wise plus 1,200 because he's always – I mean, Dak Prescott's a great fantasy quarterback. I don't know what he's going to look like because his like, foot fell off his leg. But Yeah, oh, fuck. Um, He's been a top fantasy quarterback, and like for passing touchdowns with that receiving core. Mm-hmm. Dad, does anything to jump out to you in terms of passing touchdowns or passing yards for a quarterback? Any um, anything? I haven't studied it closely. Um, I think you know it all so, depends on what the number is. Let me let me go for everyone listening. I'll just go through the top for for most passing touchdowns. The favorite is Mahomes at plus three thirty. Brady at plus 550, Josh Allen plus 700, Rodgers 800, Wilson 1000, Prescott 1200, Ryan 1500, Stafford 1500, Burrow and Herbert and at 2000, and then Baker at 2200. Um, and then when you go to passing yards, pretty similar. Mahomes 350, Dak Prescott 600, Brady 650, Allen 850, Stafford 1000, Herbert 1200. Um, 
In terms of passing yards here, something I do think we should consider. I know we've had this whole argument about um, Matt Stafford. Jared Goff a couple years ago threw for 4,600 yards in the Sean McVay offense. Is there a chance if you add Stafford into that, he could repeat that, maybe go a little higher and be in that race around 5,000? Or... Dad, do you buy a little into your Bengals hype and think your boy Joe Burrow at plus 2,000 could air it out this year in Cincinnati? Air it out and lead the league in touchdowns? Yards. Yards? No. Being behind a lot? The, the, the two guys you mentioned, I mean, the two categories you mentioned, the guy that stood out to me as being a great deal is Mahomes. I know he's the front runner and everything, but you're still more than tripling your money. Betting mm-hmm. on Pat Mahomes, which is like the obvious pick. All yeah, the only worry is that the they get so far ahead. One guy that's most likely to win those. It's Mahomes. I think that yeah, could be true of touchdowns. True I don't worry, know if that's about but, yards. Right. That that could be worry, but I mean that could be your problem. But that's yeah. could also you know the guy yeah. is just a machine. And now let's move on to wide receivers. Receiving yards, your top six are Ridley at plus 650, Justin Jefferson 850, Diggs 900, Devontae Adams 900, Tyreek Hill 1,000, Hopkins 1,000, Metcalf 1,000, Kelsey 1,400, and A.J. Brown at 1,600. Um, In terms of most receiving yards this year or any wide receiver props, are there any specific wide receivers either of you are high on? Or do you want me to just go through the rest of the the for the listeners on those numbers? And who did you say right by Metcalf? Kelsey Hopkins is at plus one thousand. No, there was AJ Brown. AJ Brown or that Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill and Metcalf are the ones I like. Okay, Um, let me throw one at you guys. Metcalf is going to get so many targets in Seattle this year. I mean, that guy is just going to get the ball constantly. And he has the big play potential. Uh, when we're looking at most receiving touchdowns, the favorite is Devontae Adams at plus 600, Tyreek Hill at 800, Ridley 900, Kelsey 1,000, Metcalf 1,400, Thielen plus 1,200, Jefferson 1,400, Evans 1,400, Diggs 1,600. The one play I really like in most receiving touchdowns is you can get DeAndre Hopkins for most receiving touchdowns this year at plus 1,600. I like those odds. I think he's in his second year like, with Murray. I could see that. I mean, this is a guy I took yesterday, but he always is. Every time I'm watching Sunday, he's always in the end zone. I think he had 17 touchdowns last year. It's Adam Thielen. I really like that guy. He's a he's always on. He's one of my dad's he's guys. On my fantasy team here, and his problem is that in the last three or four weeks of the season, he disappears. Mm, mm, that's why you haven't won. Worry about that in January. Um, let's go through running backs here before we go to week one. Cause I know that's what everyone is ready for. Uh, rushing yard favorite is Derek Henry, 300 cook, 600 Chubb, 700 Taylor, 900 McCaffrey, a thousand Barkley at plus 1200. Andrew, you selected Jonathan Taylor in fantasy this year. Does that mean you're high on him? And does that plus 900 stick out to you for him being a workhorse? for kind of a, a weird situation at quarterback for the Colts this year. So if I wasn't going to take Derrick Henry, kind of like what Jeff said, because I looked at the numbers, Derrick Henry had 68 more carries than everyone else, and he already averages, seems like, two more yards per carry. Yeah. So it's just he gets more touches, Derrick Henry. But um, I would go, I think Taylor is better than Nick Chubb because Chubb has to split time with Hunt, and then Dalvin Cook, a little more injury prone. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of most rushing touchdowns, it's pretty similar. Henry at plus 450, Cook plus 500, Taylor plus 800, Chubb 800, McCaffrey 1,000, Zeke at p- plus 1,200. All right. And we are back. A little technical difficulties, for folks. Sorry about that. It's week one. We're still getting the hang of it. Jeff is out. It's just me and Big Dog now. We're going to go through our week one picks, best bets, Charmin Ultra, Toilet Bowl, Game of the Week, all that good stuff like you remember. Um, let's get right into it, Big Dog. With um, we'll go over this one quick because it's tonight. Maybe some people. This will already happen by some the time some people listen. We got the Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, the Bucks favored by eight and a half. Cowboys money line you can get a plus three twenty five over under fifty one and a half. 
this is a game, Andrew, that we got to play, basically, because it's the first NFL regular season game in so long. But goddamn, did they make this difficult on us? Very difficult. Where, where, where are we? I think so, it's almost you lean the eight minus eight. I was leaning Dallas. So I know I just talked a lot of crap on them, but when you get Dak Prescott back, I mean, they're going to be able to score. And the Buccaneers regular season last year, they didn't look pretty all the time. It's week one. People are going to be amped up. Then give me uh, the I, over. Why don't you just part? If, you know, don't do don't you think if the that. Cowboys win, the over hits? Oh, absolutely. The Cowboys have to score 27 points to beat the Buccaneers. So, I'm afraid of the 27-24. Yeah, so I'm thinking, I, I yeah, I, I like the over 51 and a half. That'll probably be my initial play here tonight. Um, but it will. You're right about how the the Bucks. Everyone forgets how it was a little up and down last regular season. The playoffs were all sunshine and rainbows, but let's see how they adjust uh, coming back. Uh, first game we have to go over on Saturday or Sunday, excuse me. We've got the Cardinals at the Tennessee Titans. Titans favored by a field goal. You get the Cardinals money line at plus 135 over under 52 here. Um, I think this is a kind of a contrast of styles type matchup, really. I know um, that Tennessee doesn't necessarily have that great of a defense, so it is an airing and it's going to be a high scoring affair. But I do think that I don't know if the Cardinals are going to be able to handle Derrick Henry week one. I mean, imagine having to start your season with that guy, not really hitting everyone like they're used to week seven, week eight. So right. I lean, I like the, I like the Titans minus three here, big dog. See, it's a stay away game, but I would lean, I'd lean the plus three just, just because I think the Cardinals and Kyler Murray, they're going to start off. They're going to be like the all September, the first six week team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the Cardinals come out Ooh. firing. Okay. But okay. I would lean that. Not, not an official play. Yeah. Let's look at uh Charmin Ultra Bowl. Jaguars at Texans. Uh, the Tex- uh, the Jaguars are favored by three here as a road dog. Um, you get the Houston Texans money line at plus 145 over under 45 and a half. And I love this game, actually, that we get to bet on because I love the Texans plus three. Because I, love the I Texans do think Tyrod Taylor more experienced than Trevor Lawrence. That's obvious, but I just think that the, the, the fans in Houston are going to root like crazy for the people who are out there on the Texans team after all the shit they've been through. I kind of see this as an organizational team win for the, the Texans with uh, Tyrod Taylor and obviously all the Deshaun Watson shit that's going on. That's where I'm leaning. Yeah, it's. I mean, think about your rookie quarterback, number one pick, you've this hype, and then you have Urban Meyer, first game as a head coach, too, on the road. I know it's against the worst team in the league, the Texans, but again, it's week one. Everyone thinks they have a chance. Mm-hmm. You take the plus three at home against a rookie quarterback and rookie head coach. I don't care who it is. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, let's go to our next game here, big dog. We got the Chargers at the Washington football team. It is a pick em. The over-under is 44 and a half. And you know what? I got to go with my boys in blue. Give me the Chargers. It's the best bet, Chargers. I am- Same. Very confident in the Chargers, and I think the Washington's actually really good. But um, Brandon Staley, Justin Herbert in the Pick'em game—that's exactly what the Chargers need. Because I thought they were going to be like minus two favorites, and it's just a Pick'em. Yeah, and I, I this is a big statement game for them, um, it and it's tough. This is a good Washington defense. Just look at the over under. It's only forty four and a half against. A Chargers. It's a good Washington defense, and maybe this is a sign that people are somewhat confident that Chargers defense of two years ago, Derwin James, healthy, and um, what's the middle linebacker who's been killing for us? Kenneth Murray. Um, Kenneth Murray, maybe a little evolution there after a good year last year. I, I worry about over-unders with the Chargers because nothing is impossible, but I am with you on a best bet. Chargers in a pick em. Next game, vikings Bengals. Vikings are favored by three. The Bengals money line plus 140 over under 47 and a half here. Um, holy shit. Do I love the over that? I like the over 47 and a half. 47 and a half. I would lean. 
I'll take the plus three at home because I think the Bengal, I think they're a lot closer to these two teams. I think Joe Burrow makes it very competitive what he did last year. And the mm-hmm. Bengals have a lot of young talent. They're well coached. Plus three at home, I would lean. Okay, and now I'm going to go through these next couple games a little quicker because I think we can agree they're just crap games. Um, we got the Jets at the Panthers. Uh, the Panthers are favored by four here. Jets money line plus 180 over under here is 44. Um, this is this is really tough. I, I only lean Jets because you're getting the points, but not an official play. I would lean Panthers just because I think Christian McCaffrey is going to go absolutely insane. That's it. Mm -hmm. There's no other reason. Next game, Eagles at Falcons. Uh, The Falcons are favored by a field goal. You get the Eagles money line at plus 150. Over under here is at 48 and a half. Again, not, not a lean here, but I go with the home team and the better quarterback. Minus three. I'll take that because I'm really, really low on the Eagles this year. And I guess I've never – What are you out on Hurts? I just – I have no idea what to expect. I mean, just in general, like the Eagles are It just seems like he's good. 80% worse at passing. He's like 80%. Like Lamar Jackson is 80% better at passing than Jalen Hurts is. And so that is saying something. Yeah. So – And the Eagles I, I just, just – who do they have? Skill positions, anything. Defense, they have Smith. nothing. They have a new head coach, too. I don't know. I'm going to take Matty Ah. Ice. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. The Bills getting favored by 6.5 points here. Steelers money line plus 240 over under 48.5. You know I love my Bills. You know I love the Stallion. I just think 6.5 is too much to lay in a week one against a Mike Tomlin Steelers team with theoretically a healthy Big Ben. And a lot of expectations in Buffalo this year. But first game post COVID. Remember Buffalo. the Steel remember the Steelers started like eleven or twelve and 0, and then Maurice Jones Drew projected Frauds. them to go sixteen and 0. Um yeah, six and a half is just too much for week one. The defense is defense is too good for the Steelers. And we have Big Ben's like sixty percent there. Maybe Najah Harris is a James yeah. Connor resurgent. They finally have an offense there. Um six and a half. Because you can run on but, Buffalo, but Bill's I mean, Bills are the best team, and they Bills and Chiefs, but I'm taking the Steelers plus six and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's go here. Uh, San Francisco at Detroit. 49ers favored by seven and a half. Uh, the money line's plus 280 for the Lions, over under 45. This is the this game just screams tease. It's begging you to six-point tease the Niners to one and a half. Like and you shit, you could, you, you could pair it with the Chiefs against the Browns. You could pair it. With the Chargers, you read my with the notes Cardinals there, or Titans. I, w- I could just read your mind, my friend. I've been watching football that long. Well done. So I don't have an official play. I I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the Niners beat them by 35. But I don't feel like laying seven and a half week one. Andrew, what's your tease? What are you teasing this with? So I got I got two here. I'm very I know I'm very confident in the Niners this year. And I know it's Jimmy G and all this drama, but I think Jimmy G has to play, has to come out and play for something. So you're gonna see a better Jimmy G than last year at least. And then you're getting mm-hmm. your defense back. So I'm actually gonna delay the seven and a half with the Niners. I know it's on the road, but that's how much I don't trust Anthony Lynn or Jared wow. Goff. Um then, like you said, so take the Niners minus seven and a half, then we're gonna tease it. With the Chiefs, which would be a six-point tease. So I'll the Chiefs would be Niners, Chiefs, tease. Chiefs are a pick'em. Niners mine and a half. Basically two pick'ems. I'm taking two highly likely Super Bowl. Yeah, former Super Bowl rematch right there. Um, next game, Colts or Seahawks at Colts. Excuse me. Colts Seahawks are favored by three. Colts are plus one thirty-five money line at home. Over under fifty here. See this game. Just screams, oh my gosh, the Colts have all these problems. You should go with Seattle. But, folks, how many times over the years have we seen these weird Seattle games where they literally have three points in the third quarter and they win by just the most ugly ways? This week could totally be something like that unless Russell Wilson comes off firing. I think the Colts are very well coached. They're missing number 17 in the backfield, Bill. Yeah. But 
I stay away because I the Colts are well coached and I just don't fully trust the Seahawks sometimes. See, so last year Andrew would have been oh Seahawks Russell Wilson minus three. That's it. I've learned. I've learned. Don't take the Seahawks and they're minus three, minus two, minus four, nope. three and a half. They play the closest games and it's. I mean, it comes down to the fourth quarter every single time. And the Colts aren't a joke on the road either. Mm-hmm. So I'm just staying away. But I mm-hmm. I would have leaned. Last year, I would have leaned Seahawks, but I'd lean the Colts this year, plus three. Okay. I'm with you on that. Uh, Browns at Chiefs. This Is is this the highlight game of the week? Is this the biggest game, you think? Probably, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. This or the, so yeah. this is the AFC uh, divisional round matchup last year. Uh, the Chiefs are favored by six, like we mentioned on the tease earlier. You get the Browns money line at plus 220, over under at 54 and a half. This is going to be a hell of a game, folks. I I lean, I go Chiefs minus six here. Mm, this is a fucking tough pick. But you listen because you want B-Rob to give you some answers. That's why you guys are listening here to the Pineapple Couch. So what's B-Rob going to do? He's going to plant his foot in the ground, and he's going to plant a flag there. And he is going to say that this is the year of Baker Mayfield. And oh, shit. They're not going to win this game, big dog, but they're going to cover. I like the Browns plus six. It's a little reverse psychology on this. Um, yeah, I have no play. You know, uh, I would have leaned the Chiefs minus six. I think they're just coming out. Pat Mahomes, they're going to put on a clinic week one. Mm-hmm. Off the Super Bowl loss, maybe a little anger. That's a, that's a good that's a good way to look at that. I'm gonna hope that the Browns, um, that the Chiefs' offensive line is not as fixed as everyone's been saying it is, and the Browns can uh, run the ball well, give Baker and some nice opportunities. Maybe OBJ makes uh, some catches in his first game back, and we could see what he has left in his tank for his time in Cleveland. Um, here's a shit game. Denver Broncos at New York Giants. You get the Broncos favored by three. Giants money line plus 140 over under 41 and a half. I have no play. I think the Giants could very well be the worst offensive team in the league by far. But I think their defense is pretty good. And I think that the Broncos have a pretty good defense. 41 and a half is so low, though. I lean the under. That's the only takeaway I have on this game is that it's two good defenses, theoretically. So under 41 and a half, but not an official play. I would just take the Giants plus three if I were to pick just because I think it's a field goal kind of game between these two teams. Mm-hmm. And if you're at home, that's it. But mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Packers Saints. Wow, this game last year would have been a, a headliner, but we'll see how Jameis can do in this new role. Packers, favored by four and a half. Get the Saints money line plus 175. Over under is at 50 points. This is going to be played in Jacksonville, Florida, because of unfortunately what's happened down in New Orleans because of the hurricane. Um, what jumps out to you here, big dog? Because I am am I dumb? I think the Packers minus four and a half. That's what I have as my one of my best bets there. I, I like the Packers minus four and a half. It seems a little That's too obvious, dumb. though. Seems a little too um, obvious. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, it's it's just Jameis. Like, what? I have no idea what to expect with Jameis Winston. And we're uh, both part so of, like, sure that there's not going to be too much like negative effect on the field of what happened with Rodgers, right? Like, I no, just don't. They, think they, they deal with this be. every year. He hates his mom. I mean, yeah. they, every year there's some kind of story. The only thing is just like the Packers are a team and like Matt LaFleur were like they start off really well and it's like Sean Payton's smart enough to make second half adjustments that Yeah. Could mm-hmm. do that. But I would if I were to pick this game, I would lean the over fifty just because I oh, think okay. Jameis Winston a couple bombs, Devonta Adam catches some. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like a that. shootout. And in the AFC East, you got Miami Dolphins at Patriots, little Alabama quarterback action. The Patriots favored by three with Mac Jones. Uh, you get the Dolphins money line at plus 145 on the road. Over under in this game is 43 and a half. Initially, my pick coming into this was I was really liking the Dolphins plus three. And then I remembered watching Tua last year. And I was like, ugh, that was, he was so bad. So I stay away because I have no idea what the fuck either of these teams are. I just know I don't really like either. So I don't know. Yeah, it's, I'm doing the same thing right now. I'm actually I'm going to take the Dolphins plus three just because I don't think Mac Jones and the Patriots are. I feel like at least it'll take a couple of weeks till we see that potential Bill Belichick mm-hmm. team 
I just don't yeah. think the Patriots are that good. And the, every everywhere besides the position is so Tua, bad. The Dolphins are great. They, they have running backs. Mm-hmm. They have defense. They're well coached. And I mean, Brian Flores wants to stick it to Bill Belichick just as much as. I can't wait know. to have football to actually base this shit off. It's gonna be so nice. Yeah. I can't wait, folks. It's so good to be back. Um, last game because we'll do a. We're not going to do the Monday night game because we'll do that okay. after we recap this weekend. We'll call pot will come out on Sundays. Um, you got the bears at the Rams. The Rams are favored at home by seven and a half. The bears money line plus two eighty. over under 46 and a half. And I failed to mention this earlier, big dog, but the Rams are look like a very nice tease, uh, option there. So what if I were to throw this hypothetical tease at you? And it's not hypothetical cause it's going to be my play. Um, I'm going to tease the Packers, big dog. I'm going to tease those Packers to plus two and a half. And I'm going to then tease those Rams to minus one and a half. I like that. But I don't, I, yeah. I think you could maybe find better value instead of teasing the Packers to plus two. No, I like the tack. Actually, I'll take the Packers plus two and a half. That, that'll be my official pick from that. Um, I think the Rams handle the bears here big dog but it's just more than a I touchdown they do, i don't too. really love i don't love yeah that. i don't like seven and a half but i think the rams rams are gonna roll the bears yeah um all right so that has been our week one picks uh, we'll be back sunday night reacting to all the games it's good to be back talking football with all of you two episodes a week on that coming out and we'll also have marvel stuff with peter um prediction before we get off on our first podcast here big dog i'll just end it like this bills bucks super bowl i'm not i don't know who's gonna win yet my brain hasn't answered that but josh allen will be our it'll be bills bucks and josh allen will be our mvp this year that's happening we'll come back to that book it book it book it all right this has been the pineapple couch with d-rob episode 116 talk to you later big dog adios god God bless. Rest in peace, Chargers. Charlie Watts. New Charger era starts Sunday. Let's go, Herb. Let's go.